I really feel like I have to fart. Welcome back. It's the second episode of the McCarter Gets High podcast. I'm your host, McCarter. On this episode, I talked to Vince Herman, one of my good friends and an amazing musician who plays in the band Leftover Salmon. They are the best bluegrass band in the country, in my opinion. If you haven't checked them out, please give them a listen after this. In the episode, Vince shares stories about his first time getting high, and we also hear some original music. Please support the podcast by subscribing and leaving us a bomb-ass review on anywhere that supports podcasts. I hope you enjoy the episode. Y'all, I've been using full-spectrum hemp soft gels with 900 milligram CBG from Asai Pure Naturals and have been loving them. For a great night's sleep, be sure to use my code MCARTERGETSHIGH for 15% off your next purchase at www.asipurenaturals.com. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the McCarter Gets High podcast. I am McCarter. And, and I'm- we're high. <laughs> we are definitely high. Yeah. We're about to get higher. I'm here with my good friend, Vinny Herman of Leftover yeah. Salmon and amazing musician and friend here in Boulder. Thank you so much for coming on, my friend. Ah, oh, yeah. It's, it is coming on, man. There's good things coming on. When did you first get high? Well, man, I hate to throw my cousin under the bus <laughs> or anything, but uh, it was with an unnamed cousin in the hills of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. That was back in the days of nickels and dime bags and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we decided we wanted to try some. And uh, How old were you? Seventh grade. Maybe, maybe, maybe summer after sixth grade. Okay. Something like that. And so we tried, you know, figured out we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get some, you know. And he put in the order. <laughs> yes. Like two weeks later. Two weeks later. We got this little brown vanilla envelope of some stuff, man. <laughs> I don't know if we tried to roll it or we must have had a pipe or something. I I, don't, I can't remember how, but man, maybe we went out in the woods. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, yeah, mind-boggling. Wow. So do you remember what you felt that first time? Or what you experienced? I, absolute paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> Pure, utter paranoia. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yes, as that, as sometimes that happens. As as I did, uh, as I also did the the second time, I got stoned. It was with my brothers, you know, at my parents' house late night. They were in bed, and you know, we went out on the back porch, and and uh, we smoked some tie stick. Sometimes opiated weed from you know, there was the end of the Vietnam War oh. in seventy six and wow and uh, seventy five something like that. So there was a lot of tie stick coming back into the country. Tie stick was, bitches, you know, yeah. And uh, we smoked wow. some of that, and I just got absolutely ripped and just sat there again, paranoid as could be, because every noise I heard in the house, I knew it was my parents were up. No, mm-hmm. oh, no, they're gonna be coming downstairs, and I'm gonna just be <laughs> ripped. And oh, what's gonna happen? Oh no! Yeah. But then we started eating sandwiches and stuff, <laughs> oh, and the paranoia was together. quickly yeah, gone. Yeah. <laughs> and the need to consume food was then yes, at yes, the top of the yes, brain. Very much so. Amazing. So then when did it become like a regular thing where you were like, all right, this is something I can get behind? I guess ninth grade. Um, you know, smoking joints at the bus stop on the way to school. High school. Yeah. Nice. So you would you you quickly learn to roll your own joint then? Yes. Yes. Because that's a skill that some people still don't know. I still roll pregnant joints. <laughs> it's you know. Yeah. What can I say? They I, always I have a big lump in them. Great big lump right in the middle, man. Absolutely. <laughs> but they still smoke, and it that's works. what matters. Yes, indeed. <laughs> you know, 
basic technology of smoke and reefer doesn't doesn't really change much. Mm-hmm. Got to say that some of my favorite ways to smoke have been down in Jamaica. As I was talking about my buddy Thunder's yard before, man, you get this big, big uh, bamboo. This big bamboo, and you what? fill one of the, the middle tube with water, and then you got some bamboo coming up out of that into a pipe at the top of that, and um, you you um, it, it's a big bowl at the top of it, and you put a uh, like a measure a metal measuring cup with holes poked what? in it, and you take coals of coconut shell from the fire. This is unreal. And put it in this little measuring cup kind of thing, and you set it down on top of the weed. It doesn't come in contact with the weed. It basically, it vapes, it steams it. Whoa. Because you, know, you got the, the water in the pipe, the coals so it's over like a, top of the pot. It, it, and it's, it's kind of like, like, you like know, a hookah. Vaping, vaping or, or, or uh, like, you know, what's the one where, where the, the air goes into the big old bag, and then you hit the bag. Oh, uh, the volcano! The volcano. It's kind of volcano-like, and okay, you know. Wow, that's crazy. I've never heard of yeah. this way. Ancient technologies, man. Well, it's almost like a steamroller combined yeah. with like, oh, because like a hookah rig, you have the coals on top too. Oh, okay. You know, um, I don't know. I've never done the, you've the never? hookah thing. Wow. I see there are lounges in many young people areas these days. <laughs> yes. They're a popping thing. Yes. Yeah. The kids enjoy. Because cool. it's another form of tobacco. Yeah. Um, but there's all these crazy flavors like the vape pens these days. The vape pen I have right now is orange soda. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So you think I that's- can't do a vape, man. It, it kills my lungs, man. It, I, yeah. I, I wish I could. I've heard that for singers, know. too. Yeah, it'd be for great other on, musicians. It'd be great on planes and stuff, but, you know, I, I just... Great on planes. I just can't, can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so then when did you start to use cannabis, uh, I guess, creatively? And for, you know, inspiration or daily habitual use? Um and as it comes to terms with writing music, I don't know. I guess I've I've kind of been creative since I was a a kid. You know, I, I have pictures of myself at two years old playing dressed up in hippie clothes. With my older brothers and sisters yes. set me up in and and uh, playing this wooden guitar with a rubber band on it. You know, a piece of plywood shaped like a guitar. You know, so <laughs> so I, I've always had this creative. Uh, Kind of side of myself that 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 uh, dominated me, mm-hmm. I guess, and uh, you know, I, I guess uh, smoking. I I, I often uh, I like to do it when listening to music. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely sit down and really listen to a record. You know, with nothing else going on. Mm-hmm. You know, take a couple hits and and go for the ride. Just completely offer yourself to the music and. And I think pot definitely helps with that. Yeah. I had a friend um, in Denver that, I don't know if it was his one of his friends, they had a kid and they were um, at a concert and the kid said, Dad, what's what's that smell? <laughs> of obviously everyone smoking the reefer. And the dad said, oh, that's the stuff that makes music sound better. And I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, it's it's, you know, back before COVID, you know, it was also a way to commune with people to you know pass a pass a joint down the row of you know your four friends you went to the concert with. You yes. Know? Yep. Yeah. Back in high school, I had his buddy Walt Rao, who uh, had an artificial hand, mm-hmm. uh, which served as a great roach clip. <laughs> So so he'd, he'd he'd take his hand off and pass it down and down. And you, when you passed it around at a show, man, people would be like, yeah, "Thanks," and then and Walt would go to get it back, and he'd be like, "Oh, oh my!" Walt loved that. Howdy, Walt. Love you, brother. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. 
Yeah, that was <laughs> Oh my gosh. Thanks for joining us this week on McCarter Gets High. Please be sure to tag us on Instagram at the McCarter Gets High Pod to show us you taking a fat dab on your new MJ Arsenal rig. Well, I'm gonna open this beer. Make sure you do it in the mic so people could share in the Oh, is that loud? In the glory of that. Oh, I love that sound. That's the sound of new beginnings right there. Yes, it is. It's a whole new era. New beginnings, not only in Mississippi, Arizona. Yes. Man, even at that border crossing down there by... uh, (laughs) I don't want to talk about that one. But I think it will be... Well, do do you think it's an economy move? Or... Well, Just an actual actual liberation of the plant. People are accepting the plant more. What are your thoughts on new markets in new states? I, well, you know, you can't deny the economic effect of, of legalization. I mean, Colorado's got all kind of good things coming from that money. Yep. And uh, schools and, you know, good stuff. Yep. And, uh, you know, we, we, we certainly could use better schools. Judging by the uh, the reasoning power of our citizenry, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, right now, you know, maybe maybe a little more critical thinking might be might be in order. Um, you can say that again. So yeah, so just for that matter, I'd say yeah, let her rip. Um, but you know, of course, states can apply that money to whatever they they deem to be you know important. Mm-hmm. Um, you you um, had. A good deal of involvement, I know, um, up in Nederland. Yeah, I could say that I was a proud sponsor of a bill in Nederland along with my old buddy Michigan Mike, God rest his soul, and uh, uh, to legalize anything to do with marijuana. And, and the way that the ordinance was written, it was pretty much you could throw a five-pound bail at a cop and you'd be fine. Yeah. <clears throat> but, of course... You know, Nederland is is inside uh, Boulder County, so you mm-hmm. know it's a question of whether other laws would supersede that. The way that you know, right? Federal law, even even in Mississippi, you know, yes, could, you know, or so Arizona, you, yeah, South you, Dakota, and uh, Montana, yeah, Montucky. Yeah. Heidi knows yeah. what's up. Yeah, she's the most educated of us all. Oh yeah, but yeah, man, good you know, good things going on. But you know, and let's uh, let's hope that uh, real soon we could have a federal change in the classification, right, of this medicine. Do you think that the new uh, that's something the new presidency might uh, might do? Well, I think Joe Biden is a man of compromise. Which is certainly needed at this time. Kind of get everybody back in the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly the progressive wing of the Democratic Party needs to have a few bones thrown at it because it sure helped get them elected. And uh, I think young people are be, are in favor of it, and the Democratic Party really needs to find some young people to mm-hmm. get in the boat. Aside from all those political concerns, the whole country needs to, you know, get off its high horse on it. There's, there's no, no uh, moral, you know, reprehension of of this mm-hmm. of this this herb anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe there is in some small numbers, but freedom, let freedom ring, man. You know, as yes. they say, yes. You know, it's these are these are choices we're making that uh, are ours to make. As as Americans, and let's hope that uh, the federal classification can change, so uh, we can all truly be free to do that. Right. You know, there was a case in uh, in Denver a couple of years back where uh, a handicapped fellow in a wheelchair, a quadriplegic, was uh, doing phone bank work for a local cable company, and uh, tested positive and lost his job. Weed's legal in Colorado. How can mm-hmm. you lose your job for doing something legal? He obviously wasn't doing it work, and he and it wasn't affecting his job as a telephone operator. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, there were no safety concerns. So it, it went to the Colorado Supreme Court, and, uh, and they passed on, on making a ruling pretty much by ruling that if, if it was federally illegal, then the company has the right to terminate him. Um, that, that federal law supersedes Colorado law. Well, you know, at which point my friend who was, uh, and he didn't have a medical card. I don't believe he did. Okay. Maybe he did. Maybe hmm. he did. Uh, um, but, uh, but yeah, a friend of mine was then really psyched to, uh, put up signs all over town saying, arrest the governor, arrest the board, mm -hmm. uh, who administer all the taxes collected for the state. You know, for the marijuana industry, you know, yeah, because it's against federal law. Wow. So you know, oh the, the uh, there's there's some holes in the application, and we just need to fix the federal law. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So do you think just declassifying from Schedule One? Oh, the, yeah. That's that's the most important. Thing. Yeah, that's the first step. Yeah, and then all the other statutes have to be amended. You know, but right. But yeah, the first thing is that classification. Um, I don't know. Should it should it be a controlled substance? I don't uh, believe so. <laughs> well, it's obviously not. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the facts. It's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, yeah. And uh, what, what's what schedule should it be? Do you know the schedules? Uh, not you know, the, too the well. So can yeah. we call? Can we phone a friend, Zachary? Yeah, absolutely on it. Thank you. All right. Zach's uh, sometimes our Google researcher, on the fly research analyst. All right. Everything you know, he wears lots of hats. Over at the decision desk, we have yes. <laughs> Could you give us <laughs> a little? Come to tune? the magic board. <laughs> Could yeah, you do a little tune while we wait for the answers? <laughs> For 20, for 20, for 20 long years, I smoked lots of reefer, drank lots of beers. Every day at 420, we're gonna settle the score, and for 20 long years, it's been 20 past four. We're waiting around for an answer, it's true, so we can talk schedule one, maybe schedule two. <laughs> I'll schedule it as three, because you know what I'm for, I'm here for 420, here at McCarter's door. <laughs> 420, 420, 420 long years, I smoked lots of reefer and drank lots of beers. Every day at 420, we're gonna settle the score And for 20 long years, it's been 20 past four <laughs> And for 20 long years, it's been 20, 20 past four Wow Thank you, beautiful, beautiful The Controlled Substance Act is a statute establishing federal U.S. drug policy Under which there are five Different schedules. Five. I that's thought, right. Done. Who's got number one? <laughs> I thought there was four. I thought yeah, there was I four. four. So schedule one is has the highest potential for abuse, and and it says no accepted medical use, which is just and that's marijuana. Absolutely, the false. same as heroin, and certainly oh. medical use for that. When thank you, opiate crisis. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, my gosh. So just have a list of some of the scheduled yeah. one. And now, appearing on the scheduled one platform, we have <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> so we, we have psilocybin, peyote, mescaline, MDMA, LSD, marijuana, GHB, DMT, and then there's some ones I've never heard of before. Pretty much all the ones that are going to change your mind about the very nature of the universe. There it is. And question the government. What government? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those kind of drugs that incite questioning. Mm -hmm. We love yeah. questioning here. Well, you know, check out this idea. Yes. LSD and all that stuff when it when it came on caused such a huge social cultural change. Mm -hmm. Promoted by the CIA, State Department. They figured that this baby boom generation coming of age, mm -hmm. going to college, getting out of college, and expecting to have real jobs in the real American economy, 
there were just way too many. Wow. To ever be able to fit into the economic structure of America. So oh what did you my. have to do? You had to create a generation that wanted to turn on, turn off, and head out to the country, grab some peaches, not even participate. It worked. But the tragedy is, is it made people forget that we're in charge. Mm -hmm. Wow. That turning on and tuning out kind of thing mm -hmm. made us forget that we can run this country, man. Yeah. And that's our flag, too. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and and so that's one of the things we need to counter and really think about in the next few years as we all eat mescaline and psilocybin and mm -hmm. peyote and yep. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. I can't forget ayahuasca. Yeah, or I need Fred to. Aya. I need to do ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and man, things like like uh, ibogaine, which are doing amazing things for alcoholic uh, treatment. Uh, which is this? This I'm uh, African. Uh, it's an African root um, that that's uh, you know brewed into a tea, and yeah, uh, it's 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 really intense. Wow, uh, um, I guess, but uh, but yeah, amazing uh, responses to alcohol treatment. Wow, have and you... heroin abuse. Uh, yeah, just wow. You know all the really heavy, heavy stuff. Wait, and it's a root. It's a root. You make a tea from. I guess. How do you, you spell know. that? I bo I B O G A I N or yep, exactly. I N -A, yeah. It says it's a naturally occurring psychoactive <laughs> substance found in plants. I love it. I love all the naturally occurring psychedelic compounds found in plants. <laughs> and now you can do them all in Oregon. Yes, we can do them all in Oregon. Yeah. So uh uh, medicinal research with, with psilocybin in, in Oregon. Mushrooms in a therapeutic setting, I guess, are are legal also, you know, yes. along with the, you know, the possession of small amounts, I guess. So that's really, really yeah. good things, man. Yeah. You know, really, really good things are on the way. <laughs> but what are you thinking? Are you still thinking about moving to uh, Nashville? I'm thinking about it. You know what? Uh, what's going on in Tennessee with uh, cannabis? Wow. Well, uh, we got pulled over. Uh, oh my god! On the way to go fishing. Can Can you recount this? Do you mind? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, It was about seven in the morning. I was with uh, well, a well a pretty well known bluegrass kind of guy. Um, we won't name any names. No, no. We'll leave Billy Strings right out of this. <laughs> and. Uh, no, it was about seven in the morning as we uh, Billy was driving and and went through the red light at about thirty miles over the speed limit uh, while hitting a bull when the the Christmas lights came on behind us <laughs> and uh, yeah we pulled over and it was Trooper Looper <laughs> he had you know Looper on his name tag that's <laughs> the first thing I noticed amazing uh, name and. Uh, <laughs> Was it? Was he from Super Troopers? He doesn't. He looked like a Super Trooper Looper to me, man. <laughs> I couldn't figure it was Super Trooper Looper or the Troopa Lump Lumpkas. <laughs> but uh, uh, he approached the car and said, "I see your license registration and give me your marijuana." <laughs> and he did, and you know, it was on, on promptly. A, it was on a necklace around Billy's well, his neck, so he took that off. That's the best. The pipe had an, had was him, just uh, a, a yeah, necklace. Yeah. It was an adornment at that yeah. point. So uh, yeah, and handed that and and you know one of the vials of weed to him and, and uh, you know he went back to the car and I don't know checked out Billy Strings videos or something I don't know but he <laughs> came back and and uh, you know made Billy get out and do the stupid human tricks you know mm -hmm. and uh, try this at home folks by the way so we we should all practice since. Oh yeah, you know, probably a lot of pot smokers here, uh, you know, on this podcast. Probably just uh, a few. What they what they made you do is uh, stand with your legs together, straight up, arms at the side, tilt your head back so you're looking up at the sky, and then when he says go, you're to tell him when thirty seconds has passed. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, would be yeah, hard that's, to do that's... for me, dead sober. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did he make it? Did he do it? I guess he did pretty good, man. Because <laughs> uh, 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 he said, yeah, man, I, I, could, I could see a clock ticking. Wow. I could see a clock ticking. But then I got to around 17 and like, I, I, I tripped up for a second, man. Uh. And I'm like, okay, I'm back on in like 21. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's trippy. That's pretty trippy yeah, of but, uh, them to yeah. do to us. Yeah. Yeah. So practice that at home, folks. Practice. Everyone practice yeah. out in your lawn. Yeah. Where there's a safe ground yeah. for you to fall on. Yeah. Don't do it on the pavement quite yet. Yeah. So he he comes up to the car after after all that and says, "All right, guys, man, you know, like, I know it's going to be legal everywhere soon, but this is Tennessee. It's not legal here yet, you know." Interesting. And hey, you're driving, man. You know, <laughs> if you get out on the lake, you're fishing. You know, want to <laughs> pop a beer? You know, whatever, man. You know, but. You know, don't don't be driving doing this <laughs> stuff, you know. Okay, and, and Billy's laying it on thick, you know. Oh, son, man. Oh, son. I learned my lesson, son. I, <laughs> it's fun to get out there and do some bass fishing, you know. Just trying to ring them bass yeah. in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, he has a court date coming up, so. Oh, yep. Yeah. That's a tough one. But uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be all. It's gonna be all right. Good. Like I said, I don't think there's the moral, uh, <laughs> the moral problem with this herb anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just try not to do it while driving. <laughs> I think yeah. that's maybe the moral story. Is that? Is that? Yeah. I don't know. How about in the passenger seat? I mean, if in high school, man, we used to go out driving around. To, to be able to smoke. Oh, yeah. Same with us in you college, know? too. Yeah. We had yeah. to do roadies around yeah. the Indiana cornfields. So you could smoke? You, yeah. You couldn't smoke pot regularly in college? No, because we lived in the sorority house. Oh, f- fields of <laughs> fastidious. Yeah, Vinny. Man. It wow. was torture. Wow. That's how they, that's how they contain you in. They say, oh, all the females in the sororities, you can't have any drugs or alcohol. But the, but the males, the fraternities, they can have all the drugs and alcohol oh, they yeah. want. Because the women are pure. Yep. Such yeah. bullshit. But, you know, yeah. we broke every rule. Yeah. Rules are made to be broken. can't imagine you doing that. <laughs> really? Oh, geez. <laughs> so now, speaking of the practice of law, Yes. Um, you know. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> What's up with you? Well, I'm currently studying uh, for the LSAT, which is the test, the main test that you take to get into law school. Um, it's like the ACT or SAT for college. So um, it mainly, it is, um, it's measuring your, how well you understand logical reasoning and argument structure, um, and basically if, a, if an argument has validity or not. What's the difference between a duck? <laughs> a duck and a what? See, that's an incomplete, <laughs> it's an invalid logical statement because when you say between, there needs to be two things. <laughs> duck. What's the difference between a duck and a duck? Well, both feet are both the same. Could be their age. One foot is both the same. They probably were born on different days. What's time to a hog? It's nothing. What's rubber to a duck? (laughs) What's dynamite dope to the Pope? (laughs) You know? We've, we've, we're recovering from an absolute questioning of reality. I agree. Here in this country, man. And we just checked into rehab, man. It's uh, it's going to be wild. We're going to have like words we can agree, mm-hmm. what they mean and stuff like that. We again, can hopefully perhaps. have logical arguments and use facts that are based in science. Or even facts that have supportive facts. Yes. You know, claims that have supportive facts. Yes. There it is. Yeah. 
I think the whole country should go to law school. I agree. I think police officers should go to law school. Or social work school. Yes. Or social workers should take a little bit of police work, you know, because I think that's that's one of the things about police reform, you know, like defund the police. Yeah, defund, you know, six guys that, that respond in crisis situations and replace them with social workers with maybe a little bit of police training mm-hmm. to, for their own safety yes. and knowing when to call in police when they need it in a social uh, or a mental health response, you know, because that seems to be one of the identifying things here of, of you know, shootings. You know, people who are having mental health crises who, right. who um, <clears throat> face in, uh, yeah, someone who's not trained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I know I personally use cannabis for my own mental health. Can you speak at all to that? I don't use mental health at all. It's kind of like nice. I don't use tone or, or, or rhythm when I play guitar. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you know, I I don't I don't know, man. I I just kind of keep pushing ahead, and uh, yeah, I guess I guess it. Come to think of it, it probably is is something I use for my mental health. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm destroying my mental health with it. I don't know. You know, it's so hard to tell based on what you read. It is. You know, but I think no, man. It's 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 my it's my consultation. I consult the herb. You know, you know, definitely when I'm when I've got some reasoning to do. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the medicine, man. It's, you know, you know, I keep going back to my buddy Thunder's Yard in Jamaica, man, you know, <laughs> where that's big steaming bamboo pipe and yes. you know, sitting around in the, in the yard reasoning. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it, man. Reasoning. Yeah. So that this is your kind of a question I always ask my guests is why do you get high? I feel like this is kind of you're kind of answering this right now. Of this is why you yeah. get high. Well, you know, I I, I love to to share the sacrament with people, mm-hmm. you know, in a circle and pass it around. I love that part. As do I. You know, I uh, pre-COVID, of course. <laughs> yes. Um, We're smoking separate joints here. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, Man, I just, uh, it elevates. It's, uh, it, it gets rid of uh, unnecessary tension. <laughs> yes. You know, you know, unless it's your second time getting high and you're paranoid as shit, <laughs> you know, but. Unless you're you know. too, too high. Yeah, yeah. Then we might yeah. be reverting back. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but, but you always know if you just get over the hump, man, you're going to have a great ride Great ride out. Yes. You know, so, so yeah, maybe you go hide a little bit. Maybe crawl under a pile of T-shirts at a festival in your friend's T-shirt booth. There it is. Something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, that brings us perfectly into a question we were thinking of is, can you talk about cannabis use and everyone getting high, um, you know, on tour, on the road, um, at festivals, other bands, you know? Are you all lighting up together backstage, you know, pre-COVID? The first thing about smoking pot and touring is only break one law at a time. If you're smoking pot in a car, don't speed. Yes. You know, if you're, if you're hammered, you know, don't go out with a bunch of weed on you. you know? mm-hmm. yeah. um, uh, if you're, yeah, you know, break one law at a time. That's a good rule. Yeah. That's the first rule of touring. First rule of touring. Yeah. Only break one lot of time. Like 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 the, the incident in Tennessee just a couple weeks ago. Right. We were speeding <laughs> and smoking pot and running a red light. You know, so Yep. That's three laws. Yeah. <laughs> you three broke. laws at once. And that's no why you got the Christmas caught. lights went on. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. why you got caught. Yeah. So everyone out there. That should be everyone's rule of thumb. Only break one law at a time. 
That's right. Don't double up. Don't triple up. Don't quadruple up because Vinny's story will happen to you if you're not careful. That's right, folks. Don't be a Vinny. <laughs> no, don't be Billy Strings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll go figure. Oh, man, that's rich. I don't believe in pickles. What? Wait, real pickles? Pickles, pickles are congealed Martian snot sent by our alien overlords to control our minds. Wait, what? You ever seen a pickle tree? Vinny, what? They're cucumbers. You fall for that? <laughs> this is this is the first fake news story of the Biden administration. Oh, no, 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 my. No, 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 no. Seriously, pickles are... I cannot believe this right now. I can't believe you think they come from cucumbers, <laughs> man. How, do, how does that relate? Oh, my gosh. All right, people. You got to honk in. Let us know if you yeah. are on Camp Vinny or Camp McCarter of pickles or cucumbers. I don't know. <laughs> or Camp Vinny. That, what are they? Pickles or what? Pickles are congealed Martian snot sent by our alien overlords to control our minds. Wow. As are olives. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why olives too? too? I've never seen an olive tree. I have in Italy. Take me to Italy, man. And I will. I'll, Let's go I'll to start Italy. Believing in olives. I don't know. Let's go to Italy. I heard they got some in California, but they do. Yeah. All right. And a, and and a friend actually bought me an olive plant once. And um, what I, happened? I left it in Texas. All right. And uh, I never saw an olive grow on the tree. Good. Well, so that proves it. You know. <laughs> you know. It's kind of like we're gonna get to the bottom of it. Kind of like this. This I, I, one of the arguments you know way back when Trump was president, you know, during the election was why isn't Biden joining joining these lawsuits to get the correct count? <laughs> why why isn't Biden Amazing. joining the the lawsuits to stop the illegal voting? The illicit illegal voting happening yeah. all over the country. <laughs> Crazy times. Come on, people now. Smile on your brother. Everybody get together. Try to love one another right now. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Tell you what. Remember back the first time you got stoned and all of a sudden the room turned into like this tropical jungle kind of thing and the humidity level went up a whole lot <laughs> and things started spinning around and yes. you saw these lizards on the walls and <laughs> trees turned to lizards in the moonlight and, ah, here's to those days coming back just like it used to was cheers <laughs> mm-hmm that's because it's more like it is now than it ever has been. Yeah. And if that keeps continuing, Biden will be sworn in on January 6th. Wow. Yeah. Can't believe we've made it through. Well, we've, uh, we've been introduced to ourselves. You know, that, I think that's, that's... We have... That's one way to look at it. You know, we got to know that we are a divided country. Yep. And and get to work on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, find ways to talk, you know. And the trip I took this summer was a great eye-opener for me, man. You know, it's a, it's a shame that the argument uh, was used uh, about the Charlottesville thing. There are good people on both sides, you know, mm-hmm. because that ruined that argument. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's really what I came out after this trip across the country this summer was that there really are great people on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, 
you know, no matter what his rhetoric has triggered in you and me, uh, there are still a lot of people who see value in, in, in his perspective. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you gotta, we gotta pay attention to that. And, uh, and then the education starts. Yes. You know? Education is key. So, yeah, legalize weed, fund the schools, and get America a little smarter. Do you ever see the movie Idiocracy? No. Oh, boy. You should see it. Zach, can you put it on the queue? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that yeah. recommendation. Idiocracy is this, this thing that takes place, I think, maybe like 5,000 years from now. And, and this guy wakes up uh, from some kind of time machine sure. kind, of, kind of thing. And, and he's the smartest guy on earth and like just brilliant. Like all, all people do is sit around on their video devices and watch people get kicked in the balls. That's, that's like, that's what just basically do. what's happening and, now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you just see the way, way it's going. Oh here, my so. gosh. When did this movie come out? Probably. 10 years ago. Okay, so it's not very... A great visionary. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can watch it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Well, I'm so happy you could come on the podcast. I really can't thank you enough. I'm trying to think if I have any more questions, but I really I don't have anything. Do you have anything? Can you talk about some experiences that you've had with other musicians, maybe just creating music under the influence? I remember one of the first times I I, uh, I got stoned it was with uh, with this this friend that I I picked tunes with and you know a lot, and uh, we were at her house. We got stoned and. We had just learned this uh, Simon and Garfunkel tune, mm-hmm. and uh, got stoned and played it after after that, and and it was perfect. It was the perfect song for the room, and it's a still life watercolor of a now late afternoon. And the sun comes through the curtain lace, shadows wash the room. And that's exactly what was going on. Wow. You know? Yeah. Beautiful. It, it, you know, and and each verse just got deeper and we're riding it and like you know, the rhythm, it's like it's done like on a gut string guitar my friend was playing and it had this kind of interesting little stride to it and mm-hmm. oh, it just felt so good. Yeah. Yeah, and it you know, it made it bigger. You know, it 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 made it more epic, and you know, mm-hmm. I think we could all use that in our lives, man. Absolutely. Every second should be valued much, much bigger and better. And, Today and could be our last. We sure. never know. Well, it's been a good day. It's been a great day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what about with any uh, leftover salmon albums? Got a new one coming out um, this winter. Hell yeah, think, you do. Uh, I think um, we're going to release part of it in, in January, I think, and and uh, eventually all of it come March, I, I, I believe. Awesome. Yeah, and it's uh, called. It's going to be called the brand new good old days. I like that. And uh, we're psyched for that. Got a new album coming out with my my band, the High Hawks. With uh, Tim Carbone and Adam Grohl from Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, and Tim's from Railroad Earth, and yes, and uh, Chad Staley from the Hardworking Americans and the Great American Taxi Rhythm Section, Brian Adams, yes, Will, Will Trask, wow, and uh, yeah, it's, it's fun, man. And that record's going to be coming out sometime uh, this winter. We released a a tune called "I Want to Talk About That." It should be up on the interwebs there. If if you wanted to yes. put that on your list there. Yes. Uh, we just released the video for that. Um, oh, I need to check on that out. Election Day. Okay, just a few yeah. days ago. Yeah. It's kind of a podcasty kind of tune. Okay. I want to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to yeah. take a listen. What's your call? Yeah. I want to talk about that. 
the High Hawks. Yes, indeed. Well, man, that's that. I just saw this uh, this uh, statue in Boulder in front of the courthouse, and it, it was a, of a red tail hawk, man. One of my favorite kind of hawks. Oh, and, beautiful. Uh, here's here's the quote, man. A witness to countless changes over time, she flies from the past, embraces the present, and gazes into the future. The wow. high ox, man. It's the messenger of the skies. You know, uh, uh, my playlist for today also includes a Kate Wolf song called Across the Great Divide. Hmm. Uh, I'd really recommend people to, to dig into that one, man. Yes. Yeah. You know. Need to write these all down. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. Great, great song for today. And then uh, a bluegrass song called Walk a Mile in My Shoes by Cliff Waldron. I think I I like that version of it. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. We're going to have to make a Vinny playlist. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. I got a lot of weird stuff in my head. Perfect. Get it out. Get out. Stop your messing around. Better straight right out. Better think of your future. Creating problems in town Rudy A message to you, Rudy A message to you, Rudy Ah! You stop your messing around Or you better straighten right out Better think of your future, else you'll wind up in jail. Oh, Rudy, a message to you, Rudy, a message to you, Rudy. Get to see that I got the flu The doctor tell you what I got to do And now you tell me that to disagree with the what the doctor here tell you to give me Give me the thing that doctor order me Give me the thing, give me a party Give me the thing that doctor order me Give me the thing I want to be naughty Give me the thing that doctor order me Oh, the sexy flow Give me the thing that the doctor order me Give me the thing, yeah Why you got me suffering so? Can't you see that I'm really sick? I need to get to better quick. You better stop all your fooling around and I throw the medicine down inside my mouth. Give me the thing that doctor order me. Give me the thing. Give me the thing that doctor order me. Give me the thing. Give me the thing that doctor order me. Give me the thing. Give me the thing that doctor order me. Give me the thing. And we're back with another stoner story of the day. This story is coming to us from my good friend, Natalie, who wrote in, and it is called Stoned and Surprised. In college, McCarter and I took a road trip from St. Louis to Boulder to check out Colorado and smoke weed legally. There was this part in the trip where we drove through miles and miles of absolutely nothing, just rolling gold fields, the road, and us. It was so desolate and so barren, I could have been anywhere. It could have been anywhere. Kansas, maybe. So McCarter is passing me the PAX pen, and I'm hitting the PAX and rolling a joint and looking for blunt wraps while passing her what was left of the snacks. Being stoners from the Midwest, we were used to taking roadies. Roadies equal road plus weed plus tunes. And this time was no different. One of our favorite bands at the time, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, had been playing nonstop since we began our adventure. We had seen them live and knew every single song by heart. 
Just a couple best friends on an adventure listening to their favorite band. I think we switched it up only to listen and cry to a couple sappy stories from the Moth podcast. (laughs) So here we are, stoned hungry because we ate all the snacks and out of gas, in the middle of what looked like to be an abandoned planet. She's looking for the next gas station, and I'm still looking for that lost blunt wrap. Finally, we find this little dinky gas station not too far away. It looked sketchy, but it had snacks and gas, and there was a big white van filling up, so we just thought, fuck it, we're high, let's eat. So I'm trying to decide what chips I want, and another guy is too, and I look at his face, and my heart skips a beat. But again, I'm so stoned that I think my brain is deceiving me. I'm like, McCarter, that's the drummer from Rainbow Kitten Surprise. And she's like, no fucking way. And I'm like, yes fucking way. I'm too stoned to ask, so she walks straight up to him and says, are you in a band? And he's like, uh, yeah. And she's like, are you in Rainbow Kitten Surprise? And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm the drummer. (laughs) We look outside and the whole band is in the van waiting for him. Long story short, we awkwardly told him his band was our favorite, bought our snacks, and quickly got back on the road. We drove in silence for what seemed like an hour. One of us packs a bowl and we smoke and finally go, holy fucking shit, what just happened? (laughs) That was so crazy and so funny. Um, I totally forgot that this happened. Um, this was a spring break, I think in college and I was about to graduate and, um, I wanted to move out to Colorado where we're recording from where I currently live now. And yeah, we were just high driving and getting some gas. And all of a sudden we ran into the band. We had literally been listening to the entire road trip, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, another great band. If you don't know them, they're fucking phenomenal. They speak to the soul. Um, and then we were at the same gas station as them and almost flipped our fucking lids. (laughs) And I feel like that's like the epitome of what cannabis does for you. It puts you in these random situations that you kind of, that you, that you've manifested somehow, but cannabis ultimately gives to you. And it's really something I want to explore more on the podcast, but just how cannabis sets up these situations in life that are almost like too good to be true and so real and so raw. And it's just amazing. And I feel like that's what makes life life and worth living is these crazy situations we find ourselves in. Thank you, Natalie, for writing that story in. I love you so much. Please, everyone, write in more of your stoner stories to mccartergetshighpod at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening. I love you. Stay high.